You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. <laughs> Minus five, four, three, two, one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery. You're gonna die. I'm Raymond Arroyo. We'll see you next time. Clap, everyone. Clap. Woo! Oh, that's right. Yeah. Welcome. Hey. Welcome to the Clap show. Make it fun. Make Welcome it fun. to the it's show. <laughs> we like each other, we remember? Each other. Dance for me. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's this is the show. I actually danced to this when I lived Your intro was in very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I am just hypnotized really by your Three weeks yeah, of his life <laughs> down the drain. <laughs> but it was, it was good. It was worth it. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, this show is the show that's better than the show with um, the show with those three ladies. Mm-hmm. Every knee shall bow. No, um, yeah. right? Yep. What is it? It's um, the crunch. No, the quiet place. I think is the podcast called. Yeah, right? the quiet place where they can't. Wait, talk. the punch catching wolves. <laughs> the crunch. Uh, this podcast is also better, Mary. I don't know if you know this. This podcast is better than the podcast with uh, the three priests. Isn't that one too? Abiding apart. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> it's called like the three callers. Oh Wait, yeah, is that it one. really? Yeah, and they get a lot of subscribers. They think it's a dog podcast, but it's actually a, it's priests. <laughs> and they're like, "Wait a second. No, I don't know if that, that's not. No, I don't know. Thing. I'm sure there's a podcast out there with three priests. So probably there should it has be. To be. They're about to start one. I I get upset because priests get such. It's so easy for them to get famous on Twitter. <laughs> All you have to do is say you're a priest on Twitter <laughs> and be normal. And the, what the, the threshold so? for coolness is way low. And yeah, so anything that I do is like moderately uh, yeah. cool. Amazing. They're like elevated. If you're under thir- if you're under forty and a priest, let's be honest. If you're under sixty and a priest, it's like people want to follow you. If on you're Twitter. alive and a priest, well, a you're on Twitter. That's amazing. Yeah. And you're, yeah. But you know the, the internet. Yeah, that's on the internet. Technology. Okay, so, yeah. well, we have, we're here with a wonderful guest, Mary Bielski. Woo! Yep. Am I saying your name right? You Bielski? Know, um, Bielski. It's like a okay. BLT, but Bielski. Oh, and that's Polish. It's Polish. Okay. 100%. My dad's 100% mm. Polish. My mom's 100% Irish. Booyah. Wow. Oh, wow. That's right. 50-50, baby. Nice. Polish, Irish. So a lot of, um, what's the, uh, what's the uh, sauerkraut? <laughs> Isn't that yes. Irish and, and Polish? Yes, 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 yes. Kielbasa? Why yeah. you just have that ready to pull out? Do you have sausage wow. and sauerkraut? Is that yes, like a sweet? Because I'm Polish too. We have that all the time. Every meal. Not every yeah. meal. But <laughs> lunch, it. lunch on dinner. <laughs> a lot of the time. All so. we ate. Sauerkraut. That's real good. We gave them out for Thanksgiving and for holidays. Uh, but we have to do our intro stuff. Like we have to do – we have to tell the good people at home uh, where you can find the show, which you guys have the URLs memorized, right? So where, oh, Allie, can you Johnny? find it? Allie, where can yep, you find Johnny? the show on YouTube? YouTube.com. Oh, let's start over. Okay. www.youtube.com. slash the show. No. That's not it. Get it wrong. That's not Edwin Mitchell. Yes, Edwin Mitchell. Okay, Johnny, where can people find. You want me to do Patreon? I'm ready. Yeah, what's the URL for our Patreon? HTTP semicolon slash slash www.patreon.com slash catching foxes. No! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Shut up, no! The show. The show with Edmund Mitchell. Gosh, they have enough patrons. Okay, the show with Edmund Mitchell. And we only have two. We do have two? Yeah. I'm one of them, and Edmund's mom is the other one. (laughs) Yeah. But I believe in small ministry. Yeah, you know, like right. the smaller the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're like really see, touching yeah. them. Yeah, see, catching foxes, Matt, Frad, they're all doing large group Patreon, and we all know how effective that evangelization model is. You're not Very. about. You're not. <laughs> 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 I just want, but really, there's two patrons, but we we really only want one, so we can just do one on one. I'm willing to step <laughs> away. Okay. They're just your mom. Uh, what are the other URLs? 
Oh, where you can find merch. the merch, which no one has ever bought. Edmund, why don't you tell them? No, why don't you tell them where the URL is? Because you're very invested in this show. Why don't you tell them? Okay. Mary, why don't you tell H-T-T-P them? HTTP <laughs> semicolon slash slash. No, it's a colon. No, it's semicolon. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Gosh. I got to start over on Patreon. Slash the merch of the show dot com. Oh, God. This is why no one buys the stuff. Is it Big Cartel? <laughs> is that what it is? No. I don't Bonfire. Threadless.com slash the show. Would never have gotten that. It's nope. so easy. Uh Allie, Johnny, people know you. Hey. Mary, tell us, tell the good people at home a little bit about yourself. What do you want to know? Um, <clears throat> everything. Why are you here? Oh, why were, you, why were you in town? So I was brought in to speak at Johnny's event at his mm. parish. Yeah. It was amazing. Tell me, how, tell me how awesome I did. It was yeah. hot. Tell what was the topic? Amazing. What was the topic? Failure. And I'm really oh, good at Mary it. Mary knows <laughs> nothing about failure. I was like, <laughs> and you brought in you a called right So this is, actually, this is a unique perspective because Edmund kicked off our series <laughs> and then Mary <laughs> closed it out. It? Did Johnny welcome you? He's a bigger loser. You or me. Yeah. Did Johnny introduce you to all of his high schoolers by saying – this we came up with this idea the series would be called failure so i just thought who's the biggest failure i know <laughs> edmund mitchell everyone edmund welcome mitchell. <laughs> it was the worst i was the second biggest you know it was even worse i'm gonna say this ones. no you want this is my podcast i'm gonna say this oh, and, yeah. and oh here we go it was even worse was they literally so the, did they give you notes on what to talk about uh they gave me some questions although i, I hit them roughly you know what they did to me <laughs> is that they literally said who's it kayla said this like Kayla, yeah. Are you yeah. throwing yeah. her under the bus right yeah. now? Well, I mean, it's not her fault. Johnny's the boss, so it's basically so his fault. Him so it's Kayla's yes. fault. Yeah, yeah. as long as one of them is under the bus. <laughs> good boss. They said, we know how good of a speaker you are. Uh, we know you're really good at coming up with good content. That sounds like me. <laughs> no, that, well, they kind of said that. And uh, so they said, but this time we want you to just literally repeat a homily by Father Mike She Schmitz. did not <laughs> Yes, that. Yes, she texted me and said, and I said, she said, this is the homily we want to go off of for the series. If you could just kind of give something like this. And I said, so you want me to just be influenced by it? She was like, no. We just kind of trust you that. Just kind of give it. Yeah. And I was like, well, but you want me to kind of like, you, you know. If you could wear so a collar. So is that what you did? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a faithful man of the Lord. So you plagiarized? Yeah. So That's totally. awesome. So every Father Mike Schmidt's homily begins with one word. Do you know what the word is, Johnny? Hello? So – so, so every I want to do a yeah. mashup of every homily he's ever given. Oh my gosh, do Because it would just be so and a videos, times. yeah, and videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he does. He goes, so, so today I want to talk about. Yeah, no, no, no. It's more like so. And he talks fast. He's amazing. He's he amazing. does. Do but that. anyway, so I didn't give it exactly, but I mean, like I. No, you you much. definitely did add your own bits, and in fact, one of them that <laughs> I just want to like briefly put I on the like. table here, metaphorically and physically. Is Edmund felt like it would be appropriate, which I'm not upset about it. <laughs> what to, did I do? Uh, he was talking about failure and talking about how people love watching fail videos. I'm at the top of that list. I love watching failure videos. What did I do? And he was talking about you don't young know? boys racking well, themselves oh. on stair rails while they're trying to skateboard. And yeah. so he said, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to send uh, Keller's defensive line out there so they have something soft to land on. And, of <gasps> yeah. course, all of our students were like, Will they all go to Keller? They're ready to kill me. Our yeah. High school. Anyways, Mary, so awesome. you're in town because you are also a phenomenal speaker. And a failure. Ministry. <laughs> and, and a, a failure. And a Let's failure. make that clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I first heard you speak at Elevate, which was one of the Steubenville conferences uh, that had the title that was like a verb. Right. Oh yeah, we've done that. Which is not very many of them. 
No, that's really theology. He condescended, but like not in the way that your parents do when they're like, Allie, you really shouldn't get a tattoo of a sailboat. <laughs> but I did it anyway. Um, but Mary, you, yes. ha- how long have you been doing uh, ministry? Or, uh, how, how it's been, been like 15 years, like wow. right when I was born. That's amazing. No. Uh, that's <laughs> amazing. I came out of the womb preaching. Um, just, just out like, of college, actually. A couple yeah. years out of college, I started doing it um, and I did. I sold drugs. I was a pharmacist legally. Okay. <laughs> legally. Everyone's like, she's like, okay, I did not know there. that in the bio. I was like, yeah. wow. Jeez. So uh, I remember that joke now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was a killer. I used it for 15 years. <laughs> never gets old. So good. And so um, I was a pharmaceutical sales rep and then did that while I was was speaking and then my ministry has grown and then um i left the big bucks the money yeah the golden handcuffs i called them yeah yeah yeah. Mm. and now i get paid squat (laughs) to do the lord's will but it's wonderful i love it Mm. i love what i do it's a pretty easy job though i mean that you it's basically like, hey, put 30 of these pills in this bottle and then – right? Like Seriously. how hard is it? I mean you just got to show up with some food on the platter and they love you. <laughs> Have you ever seen like, any Yes. Drugs? I'm kidding. There's more. You got to sell yeah. about the patient. Yeah. It's all about patient care. Mm. So yeah, did that for many So did you years. work in a Walgreens? No. So I actually like was an outside sales rep. So they put, I wore a suit. Can you believe it? I wore a suit every wow. day for seven years of my wow. life. Wait, a sales rep? I, who are you? So I worked for Eli Lilly, which was a big 500 – like Fortune 4, 500 company, 400, whatever 400. they say. Big, big company. Five – Whatever. They're, they're descending. It was <laughs> condescending. Um, and so, yeah, I aggressively, my brother-in-law's in um, f- f- like um, medical sales, and I wanted to pursue that, so I aggressively pursued sales. Wait, but how does that work? Who, now who, I just who? sell Jesus. Mm. Wait, but mm. so what they do is they hire reps that that, that sell their products, uh, promote, not sell. I actually didn't sell. I came in and I was a rep, so I'd come and talk about the patient, and I sold neuroscience dr- drugs. So to who though? The doctors? To, so I would I wouldn't technically sell it. I would promote it to the doctor so that they would prescribe it for their patient. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, like it wow. it really is just whatever. Like they're convinced of so, not necessarily yeah. the best drug on the market. So yeah, well, you're convincing them. So I'm like, hey, my drug. It's not. It's a very. It's very competitive. Yeah. So I had like I sold a bipolar medication. So I would go in there and talk why my medication had less side effects, better for the patient. This is the patient you would look for. This is the so I had to have all the spiel and the science, and it was fun. Wow. You would think the doctors are just like doing some type of science to figure out the best. No, it was, it's kind of scary when you get behind <laughs> yeah. the curtain, people. Yeah. Okay, a lot of it was Ooh, relationships, gosh. smoke and mirrors, yeah. smoke and mirrors. Doctors, but, <laughs> doctors are like that. And, this brand is a nice. It looks nice, so we'll yeah, just prescribe it. Okay, to it's everyone. crazy too because they get released. Okay, let me tell you the behind the scenes. Yeah. No, seriously, that's what this is so, about. Yeah. Back in the day, they would have research. I'm sure it's different now that they would train you on how to sell to different personalities and different doctors. So what they would do is they would have analysis, analysis, analytical people go in and look at their prescribing habits. Of the doctor? Of the doctor. And so we have all the doctor's info of what they prescribe. So we know where they are, competitors, all that stuff we get. And so in our computer systems, we go up and we're like, okay, they use – they're our biggest you – know, we call them our whales, our big yeah. doctors. Yeah. Or the huge like they're prescribing yeah, a lot. like they're prescribing a lot. So we have to see them more. We have to be more aggressive. And so we would – but we would we would learn the type, like what's important to them based mm-hmm. on – so there's this whole algorithm that if they're like an aggressive doctor, they tend to be – we call them red doctors who are like upper edge. They're not as worried about side effects. They want to – like they're big – the term was be – 
be bold, be brave, be gone. Like say your message, be quick, be efficient. That's what they want. There's other doctors that are all about safety. So their prescribing habits will be different. And so you're talking about about side effects. effects. There's some that are more analytical. So you're going in with the studies. And so this is crazy. It was like, how how many different, did you just have like four profiles? I think we had four or five profiles and based on it. And then they had a term for each, which I can't remember, but you would learn how to, to say your same message, but think about it as a speaker is the same thing. So if I have an audience that I know, like Mm -hmm. I might have the same message for four different audiences, but I'm going to deliver it differently based on the needs of the audience. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Mm -hmm. So I really am in sales. I just, so Johnny's, Johnny's audience, what is, uh, is Johnny, is Renovate's audience more analytical? Are they red doctors? Are they, I blended it. Okay. A little right. bit of both. The whales. They were, whales. They were, were way different whales. for you. Than oh, they're they definitely whales. They're all really? driving. Really different for me? What does that mean? Yeah. They were just like, I don't know. They were they were rowdy. They were energetic mm. yesterday. I bring the I bring the You bring energy. the thunder. But you do you you are pretty like you're pretty spunky. I mean I was I was listening to some of your <laughs> some of the I think uh I was listening to one of your talks and you said Uh-oh. you were talking don't about you're talking about <laughs> spicy food. Oh, and no. you said <laughs> you said, I mean, I'm a ginger. And you said, so I'm not into spicy. And then you're like, corrected yourself. You're like, well, I mean, there is some spice down in there. And I was like, <laughs> I like stopped washing the dishes. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't mean it like that. No, 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 no. I didn't think it was inappropriate. Okay, it was just good. like, you're just, I, I just, yeah, I just wanted to be like, oh, the spicy ginger. It's the new, like, <laughs> Mary's new, like, tagline or something. That's my tagline. Her it brand. Work. It's in my work. website. Yeah. The spicy ginger. Holy Spirit, be, coffee lemon. I'm change it right now. Ginger. Spice I think that's ginger. in my dot com. Website. Yeah. Dot com. Trademark. HTTP. The kids were great oh, last spicy night. Spicy ginger. They love me. I love them. It was great. It is kind of, I mean, that's happened to me. There's been times where they've been more rowdy and then times when they're. Maybe it just is but my they fault. Say they weren't rowdy at the end. No, they were. It was fine. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I I firmly believe that it was like the weather and the time change affects yeah. large groups of teenagers. Like what are a they like, like wolves? Like they're all. I re- no, I really do. Like yeah. it was just different. Like, well, once the time changes each year. Well, or, I'm a I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. I'm a Brogan. I'm a and uh, <laughs> if you will. He had, a, he had a guy on about sleep, and he posted a clip. From his interview, and he said that when the time change happens, there's a 25 percent when uh when you lose an hour of sleep, there's a 25 percent increase in heart attacks. Wow! And when it goes back and you gain an hour, there's a 25 percent decrease in heart attacks wow. around that time. He's Isn't that like, crazy? <laughs> well, Joe Rogan didn't say it. the sleep Brogan. some sleep the expert. Sleep experts. Yeah, said that. So, what do you think the audience is going to be like in two weeks? When Let's I go? see. Heart oh, attacks. I, I actually gave rowdy. them off that night. Dang it! Gonna I'm going to pray for one extra rowdy. <laughs> yeah, extra Dang rowdiness. It. I actually Guys, do. Listen. I actually do feel like if they're rowdy, like oh, like if I'm in front of people who are who are more rowdy, I'm kind of like yeah, those are the people that that's better than it. silence. Yeah, if they're or all staring at you, if they're yeah. all homeschool kids and they're just like taking <laughs> notes. Weren't you homeschooled? Evan? It's like no. What? Did you really think that homeschool? Right here. We were just talking about that earlier. Until what grade? Fourth grade. Oh, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, she can't she can't really like talk in front of people right yeah. now, Edmund. I yeah, take but, notes all the time. Yeah, but middle school and high school ruin a person. Public, middle school, and high yeah, school. Public, public, middle school? Very public. Yeah. Were you homeschooled? I mean, not homeschooled. <laughs> what, what are you trying to imply? Were you – did public – 
like, I've private you? school my whole life. Your whole life. I don't know how I came out Catholic. Mm. Was it Catholic private school? <laughs> it was Catholic. Again, okay. I don't know how I came out Catholic. <laughs> wow. I went to Jesuit schools my entire life. And wow. I am still Catholic. Orthodox well, but they say, it, but they say if you mm. go to a place where you really have to defend your faith, that it makes you, your faith stronger. Oh, so. no. I was a pagan then. <laughs> Let's be clear. I didn't find the <laughs> Lord until my later years of college. But mm. um, Your parents religious? Yeah, both really faithful. Okay. So the seeds were there, right? Okay. Generational mm. blessing, I always call it. So um, – I can talk about that later. But yeah, so my, my mom was a DRE and a religion teacher for high school. My dad wow. ran the charismatic renewal for Indianapolis. For what? What? He ran the charismatic renewal it. for Indianapolis. What does that mean? Like he worked for the Holy Spirit? Yes, he worked for Jesus. <laughs> he was, he was actually – he was a lawyer by trade. So that wasn't his full-time job. But then he had a conversion. He actually did at 40 or 41 years old. Um, he he was like a, a Catholic, went to mass, yeah. etc., but had an encounter with the Holy Spirit at a Curcio event, which is yep. a big oh, retreat. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and it changed his life. So the story is like the family sometimes talk about like pre kind of like a, like I live in New Orleans, it's like pre Katrina, after Katrina, everything changed. My dad had this radical conversion. My dad, my mom was already faithful. My dad, my dad just wasn't the leader yet. I yeah. think in some yeah. degree, had this encounter, started taking home homeless men. I remember coming home. Like radical. This is in like the early '80s, you know. So like coming home and like dad just shifted, and they, they, the siblings talk about this. And then one day we came home around Thanksgiving, and there was a cot in our living room, and the guy he like picked up. I'm like, all right, we're That's doing awesome. this. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So yeah, wow. radical change. And so he, um, that was during the charismatic renewal. But does so, Curcio? Is there a? I, I know Curcio is like similar to like chirp and some of these things, but. Does Curcio have like a Holy Spirit element to it? I don't think so. I think he had an encounter and then he – like that began his journey and then he said he had he had a prayer experience in the shower um, that mm, he was – Deep thoughts. It happens. Don't we all? Listen, mm-hmm. that's how, the I toilet mean, is a mystical place. Yeah. <laughs> but he <laughs> – I mean honestly, that's how you know it's a little more authentic, yeah. right? If it God's is. just like boom. You yeah. He's praying in the shower. He said this. He's praying in the shower and the Holy Spirit followed and he like – he tells a story. And so I'm sure wow. there was other parts to his conversion which – but, um, so how old were you when that happened? So I was just a little girl at, the, at that time um, when during his conversion. So it's interesting. The youngest two siblings are how many? pretty uh, – uh, youngest of five. Okay. And so the youngest two – all we have – everyone in our um, family is faithful, but to, our, the youngest two are a little bit more active in it. So mm-hmm. it's great. So what's the boys, girls? So uh, two boys and three girls. Oh, wow. And I'm okay. the baby. Okay. You're the youngest. I'm okay. The baby. Okay. Wow. But it's amazing. So it's amazing what God does and how – they say statistically, just so you know, that the father mm-hmm. of the family has more of a profound effect if they're faith-filled than mm. the mother. Isn't that That's crazy? That's what we want. Faithful. I know. Get after those dads. Yeah. Leaders. Yeah. 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 I think men's – I think that's why like father ministries or men's ministries are really important. Mm. Yeah. And they look way different than oh, yeah. mom's groups. Exactly. Yeah. You like burn like, stuff. I feel yeah. insecure about that at our parish. We don't – I mean we have the Knights of Columbus, but, but we have way more women's kind of ministries, yeah. mom's ministries, women's That's church. every parish I yeah. feel like, it's crazy. especially up here. Yeah. I don't know. I secretly want to go to a, man, a men's conference and just watch. I don't know what you it's do. It's 2019. You're welcome anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they won't assume. Blame it. No, they won't yeah, assume your gender. Assume. Yeah, That's right. just write mail. I'm tall. I'm kind of intimidated. It's kind too. of like you know if you're if you're ever trying to walk in a, into a place that you're not supposed to be, you just pretend like that you're supposed to be. Yeah, confidence. So what That's you should my life story. Yeah, what you should do is register in person and just slide it across like write mail. Slide it across and just stare them directly yeah, in the eyes. Yeah, make eye contact. That's it. And when they look at it and they go, "This, this is just for men," you just stare at them and you just wink. make them don't talk say first. Yeah, just yeah. you just no, no, don't wink. That's yeah, what, <laughs> I'm a winker. Are you really a winker? She's a chronic winker. Aren't you the one that has like the triple threat? Or was that oh, Nick? That's weird. I that's you. Threat. Has he done this to you? You wink three times in a row. No, my wife <laughs> told me I'm not dressed? allowed to triple threat anyone anymore. 
Really? You did it on the show wait, before. Wait, what? Can you, can I, you I demonstrate this triple Okay, well, wait, wait. Don't do it at any of us. <laughs> oh, you already did. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Yeah. <laughs> All you of guys, a sudden, I need to go I'm to confession. Julie. Yeah. In Uganda, you guys are technically engaged now. Because <laughs> that's, that's how they do it. That's how they show no, each other. this is the thing. So I, so I was... Okay, so I... You I, were I, in Uganda. No, this, <laughs> this came... This, <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Yeah. So, so I was blessed. So Father Dave Plavanka and I did a... I've heard of him. Yes, oh, she's, she's wonderful. wonderful. The goose. Oh! Holy oh, <laughs> Spirit. Talk about Holy Spirit. So um, Father Dave and I, we he, I was blessed. We did a, a mission to, in China um, to underground churches. I know it sounds Ooh. pretty top secret. Dun, dun, dun. That's really cool. It was pretty amazing. And... Um, and so while we were there, though, like, so there was this moment where I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a perpetual winker. Like, it's a problem. So wow. those of who people, people that know me in New Orleans, like, occasionally I'll just do the cute little wink. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, I just got you, boo. You know, that was weird. Sorry. And no, so, no. <laughs> it's no, too it's much. Really not. I'm comfortable. And so you're like, I'm good. <laughs> so when I was in, when I was in um, China, like, I was very comfortable. We were in this small, like, area. And so I winked at Father Dave. Because, like, he's my bud. Yeah. And apparently I did it a couple times to, like, different people that I knew that I was ministering with. And this, the nun that was there who was lovely, who ran the, like, women um, – they, they helped women who were pregnant um, wow. to to keep their babies. It was beautiful. And so she pulled me – she, like, pulled me aside. It was, like, this moment. She's like, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah. And we sit down and she's like – and then she's kind of – She sits you down. She, like, it was like an intervention. Wow. <laughs> like like we, we need to chat. We, she's a winker. She's a winker. She's wow. a winker. And she's so like, long sister, story, I'll take care of this. No, she's like, I got this. So long story short, she called me out and said um, that I noticed that you had this lovely habit of winking. Sisters are so good at confrontation. Yeah. yeah. And, how, and I just am concerned that in our culture it means something different than in America. And I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Oh, she's Chinese. Mm. She, was she a was not, sister. but she she lived in China, so, okay. she, so she just was like, "Don't be swinking at people; yeah. you're gonna like attack." What does you. it mean? Yeah. So in no, China, apparently, marriage. Who knows? Yeah. Look it up. Let's the Chinese up. wink is what they call it. You're married but, to a lot of people in China. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're so married. I have many children. Yeah. We don't even know. <laughs> about. But there's but a lot of people in China. Here's that the issue, like, though. Where's my bride? I know. <laughs> it became an issue that Father Dave had. Like, it, I didn't know how much I winked. Like, it was oh, it's so such a habit that I I didn't know that Father. We had you kind of had to work on it. It was hard. It was like kind of giving up tobacco or something that's kind of a cool the winking but it's nice to have a cool thing like, like little things like that especially with strangers when you get when there's something oh. little that you do that makes them feel what are, are you, you looking up the winking i am does that mean marriage isn't it in china or is it in japan where if a casket goes by you're supposed to hide your thumbs really yeah what? in japan you, you just you know what you could do you're like that guy that can make up random things and we would all believe you well, yeah, yeah it's a true? problem it's a problem everyone thinks i'm always lying but then no, that's a real one <laughs> you're like half the time alexa one. alexa do you hide your thumbs in Japan? Oh, guys, uh, put down your phones. We forgot. Hide I wanted thumbs. I'm trying to find. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. First thing, you if you type hide your, pops up and says yeah. hide your thumbs. Okay, Mary, this is China. the problem is you have self-control, but they don't. No, they don't have their phones. China and winking. It, yeah. it was important. Japanese people. There's going to be they some talks at Steubenville about this. Yeah. <sighs> it's the Japans. They do it. Oh, guys, um, we started a new thing where I want to like start the show with a prayer and I kind of forgot about that. Oh. Is that okay? Oh, no, we yeah. got to start over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> start no, 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 over. no, no, no. That's but, great. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do this. Is this very I'm what? I just feel like this is you're not even, you're I, no, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> what? Johnny, you what's cannot laugh. I'm I'm praying with you, my friend. Can we hold hands? No. 
I just feel like this is Johnny. This is part Johnny, of your hair's all weird. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Father right. son. <clears throat> well, no, tell me now if this is part of a bit. <laughs> Are you gonna pray, Johnny? Come on. <laughs> Why are you crying? Church giggles. You have church giggles. This is a bit, isn't it? Why are you crying too? They're both crying. Crying. You know they say that I'm apparently the only authentic Catholic know, right? that we have here. I did the of the cross. I was ready. Yeah. Our half of the table. I know. You know they say that. No, but they say that that was a bit. Because <laughs> you immediately go. <laughs> Well, how do you pray? I feel so judged right now. I thought you were going to lead us in a prayer. I, I was. Did you lead us? Yeah. What were you guys doing? What? Laughing, I guess. I don't have to pray out loud. Oh, my gosh. I was praying. <laughs> okay, I knew I wasn't supposed to laugh, which makes it even worse. And you get the church giggles, and then you're trying to be quiet. Do you want to try again, Allie? No. no, 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 no. no. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. That's fine. Oh, just, my gosh. Never pray again. Wow, wow. <laughs> that, was a, that was a powerful prayer. Here, yeah. if we want, we can do it. Hey, rosary. you didn't even have to try, and you're making them cry. Oh, I have to man. work my butt off to make an audience cry. There's a lot of Holy Spirit. Bring the Holy Spirit. I was laughing at Allie. Allie. I just want to put that out there. I was laughing at Allie. Well, they say that. <laughs> what? You what, You so keep weird. judging the way I was no, praying. Just the way that you did it was just so. <laughs> Mary, do you. Do they, I didn't do, they, judge do, you. do they do this to you no. when you're praying? Oh, my gosh, Edmund. No, I'm not judging you. That was just. Usually so they're good. elevating. They're like levitating when I pray. All right, so. Next topic. I'm never going to pray around you guys no, again. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, no. Okay, so the bell is. Do you ever? Do you ever like you're around? You're having a good conversation, and you're like really deep into the conversation, and then something, someone either says something really good, or it's just like. It's so just apparently, a, no one said anything good <laughs> so far. Well, no. It's just sometimes you. Sometimes you have that feeling. Sometimes you have that feeling Testify. where you're like. You know what I mean? Where you like hit the table. You're like. Oh, and you just want to. That's what that's for. I just hit a bell. Yeah, you anyone can. Hit anyone can. Freaking bell when I need like, one. <laughs> Where's my bell? Timed moment sponsored by um, ibuprofen. So, <clears throat> what were we saying before you made fun of me for praying? I did not know you. No. Can you no, have no, some no. respect, Allie? No. Stop this is always, stop it. You oh always do this. Um, this okay, is, let's talk about Mary. What? Is that normal? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to give up uh, my computer. Mm. Ignore that limit. I'm going to ignore that just for today. The show. Smart. Back to the show. Um, what else we got here? So, we're talking about Mary's life. My life. Yeah. I have start with, speaker. I'm going to mark off start with prayer. <laughs> Check. That went well. Really, really was in your notes. If it you really don't was. do it again the next time we do this, I'm going to know that that was a bit. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a bit or not. Johnny, when's the last time you said amen and you didn't believe it? You didn't mean it? I've never done that. Oh, I, come on. I've been perfect. You know this podcast is about being real and honest. That's what this is about? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just reaching. So I had further to go. I, yeah. I yeah. Do you, you, first. you do that, Mary. I do this too when I uh, give talks is I'll say, I'll say the amen. pregnant pause? Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. too. I do the pregnant pause. The pregnant oh, pause. Oh, I love that. You're a really good at pause, that. Yes. Yeah. You would like draw people in with that. Sometimes like, I don't know what I'm going to say next. I'm like, I'm oh, waiting yeah, for Oh, totally. Scared. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that though. Yeah, if you just too they long, do now. Like, I should say something, right? Well, the thing is, when you're up there, a pause <laughs> feels. Is someone screaming? I don't know. I was just too captivated. Johnny, can you go? You. Can you go pause. check on one of my kids? <laughs> yeah, I'll go check on one. Of okay. Kids. Oh, it's one of my kids. All right, we might have to actually pause, but what's what if it's a murder? Are you? Is Daniel not here? But now we can talk about you. Confirmation, please. 
Now that he's gone, oh. we can talk about him. Okay, thank God he's gone. Okay, did that that did seem that like was a bit. a bit. That was a bit. I don't think You're so because look, it had I want to pray and no, but that, that was a, a bit. A For, bit. If he wrote it out, that was a bit. Yeah, we need to talk about your life coaching, your mentorship, where you want to go. Yeah, like wait, your wait, wait, wait. We need to talk about our dreams, but wait till like just back. no, no, no. Let's not wait. Oh yeah, okay. Life your coaching. So my dreams. So yeah, let's talk about. So dreams. I've been speaking, and that's been great. I do part-time youth ministry, but really, where I've been finding my sweet love. Yes, you're lame. Saying that, you're my lane. Yes, yes. What is happening? Are you? That's a, you know people. In, you know he's like, going to cut this whole section singers? out. No, he's going to amplify it. He doesn't edit. He doesn't. There's no editing. Let's make use of that right now. So you're lame. So what I've been loving lately is that I have been doing what we call life coaching. What is life coaching? It's Mm. basically uh, mentoring and walking with people to grow in um, wholeness and uh, holiness. And I'm there to walk by people and it's amazing. It's actually like what I found the most – I love speaking, but walking one-on-one with someone is – Amazing. I love it. So the first per like how did you get into that? Was it the first person so, like, like I, I kind of just, coaching you in life? So I've done let me be real, I've done many, many years of my own counseling work. This is not counseling That's, that I'm offering. But <clears throat> just be clear, it's yeah. different. Um but I've done so much work of my own. I've done inner healing work for ten years because I've done wow. I have a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff there. Yeah. And so um so about ten years ago I started just aggressively pursuing what God like had for me and wholeness and had a lot of lies and so I went to every healing retreat, to Dr. Bob, to mm-hmm. restoration, to theophostic, which is a, I can tell you all the different modes of prayer, to deliverance, to unbound. You, you personally did all this. I, I wow. personally have walked through wow. all of this for yeah. 10 years, maybe a little less than 10 years. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because like when I first started ministering, it God just basically showed me that you need to work on your stuff. And so, it, oh my gosh. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause we can do ministry. Right. We can right? say all we the can, great things. Right. We can make a, you can make a pretty good talk. You're a salesperson. You can make you a can good talk. It. But when does the Holy Spirit like, yeah, like, right? You got to walk broken it. inside. Not that you're, yeah. If you're broken, if you're not preaching, what, living what you're preaching or yeah. Right. And I think so we all become wounded healers, mm. right? The Ooh. places where our, our deepest brokenness becomes the vehicle of our, our ministry. And so I, um, I find that where I really soar is in freedom and, and mm-hmm. seeking freedom in the fullness. And, and I've wrestled with my, my lies. I'm not always there, but at least I have better tools. And so in those years, I've cultivated a lot of tools. And really what I'm geeked out with right now is the renewal of the mind and how do we change the way we think. And mm. so basically I help people, um, grow in the relationship with Christ, but really work on their belief systems of what yeah. they believe and perceive. And that changes us like, and encountering the heart of the father. So I do identity work. I do healing work. Woo. I do forgiveness work. Come on now. Mm. Yeah. Um, I help people understand their story and like reframe it in a place where they can have freedom and forgiveness. And, um, it's been, it's been so sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's been awesome. So like, I love it. Sorry. So I zoom with people. So I got video or I can do on the phone. I do either or depending on my client. And, um, I don't really publicize except for this, so now it is being You're publicized. So like practically, what does that look like? What does that time look like? So basically, it's like kind of what you would do in a little bit in counseling. I direct a little bit more um, depending on where they're at. So there's some clients that we have clear goals. So I don't mm-hmm. come in there like, let's just talk about your feelings. It's mm-hmm. like, I want – like we talk about dreaming. Like mm-hmm. what's the dream? Mm-hmm. What's the vision of what you're like? What does God want for you? Mm-hmm. And there's so many lies that keep us from that. If once we have the vision, the dream, and we can step into that – then we can work on the places and the yeah. restraints that hold us from that fullness. Yeah. And that could be forgiveness work. That could be beliefs about themselves. Um, that could be relationships that need to be mended. And sometimes they just need people to help usher in the Holy Spirit and help work through some of those places that seeing things that they might not see. Mm-hmm. That's my job. So uh, when did this, when did you start like taking 
Like, was it one person just said, hey, can we t- so chat? So it was organic. Like, yeah, so this? people were like, because everyone, cool. I speak and people want my time. I want to give my time yeah. freely. But I was like, I'll coach you. I'll walk with you. So I started doing one and then another. And then it's kind of evolved. It's not a huge, I don't have a million clients. Right. I just got my, puck, my, my bucket yeah. and I love it. And I pray for them and I walk bucket. with them. I got my bucket of my people. Got- <laughs> and are, they, are, they, are these... Uh- I missed some of this, but are these uh, Catholics or is anyone? So far, it's been Catholics because that's usually my audience. But yeah. I would do – and mostly women. It's been just more so, I think, mm-hmm. looking for the, the women. But I, I would I would coach a, I would coach some men too. Yeah. But, um, but it's been great. So um, – and they all have different stories and different things we're working on. But they – it's directed by the person I, I mentor. So there's some clear goals that, goals that I might teach them. Like I might give a little bit of a teaching as we walk through. But mostly I'm I'm listening and I'm directing. It's almost like a mesh of spiritual direction, mentoring, life coaching all combined. Yeah. And um, so sometimes we'll do things where we're, we're working on um, – like one of our – my last sessions, we, we ended up talking about our relationship with the Blessed Mother and – and working on areas of just her relationship there. And it was beautiful. And other times we're talking about, we're actually giving tools where how I'm, I'm teaching people how to actually change your thoughts mm. and what's that process look like. And sometimes I'm doing unbound, which is a prayer ministry where you're breaking off strongholds and mm-hmm. renouncing and working in forgiveness. So each of them is different in each session. And really they come to me with what they want, what they want to work on, what their goal is. And then I help, and I sometimes give homework, which is really fun. It feels like a teacher. Oh, yeah. and you don't have to do the homework. I don't have to do the like homework. Like you give it to other people. Yes. Mm. And I remember. What's nice about good. that? What's nice about that? I think some people uh, might be like, "Well, why do you need a life coach? Like, just figure it out." But I think uh, even if you do have all, even if you feel like you do have a good handle on what you should do, it's different when you have to keep coming back on a regular basis and like checking in. Mm. And being held accountable because, like, if it's yes. just yourself, we all need coaches. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. here's the deal: this is our generation. We're all passionate. I'm do it. There you go. There it is. Ring the bell. Hear ye, hear ye. Okay, I think that uh, you know what? In my generation, our mentors, the ones that have gone before us, have not always mentored. Mm-hmm. And so many of us, some of us have great parents that are really walking with us and helping mm-hmm. us. Other of us don't really have that next mm-hmm. generation or that person that's a little bit further along that mm-hmm. can direct, can direct, direct, and listen and guide and. And so I think we're hungry right now as a yeah. church mm. for discipleship direction. Yeah. All of discipleship mm. can be under a huge umbrella. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And so that's what I offer. I offer people um, the the hope of freedom, yeah. the life that God died for us to have. And I do not mean prosperity gospel. Hit, mm. hit it, girl. Together. We were talking about this He's today in the in the coffee teacher. shop. So prosperity gospel. Well, we were talking about like my mantra yes, since I've it. been young. Well, not young since I've been two years yeah. old. <laughs> no, but like world. when I started my healing journey was like I want the. I really struggled, y'all. Depression, anxiety, fear, mm. Mm. crippling, and hiding behind my ministry. And we have a whole culture of people hiding, mm. hiding. Yeah. yeah. And so and so for me, I want honest people that are willing to work on their stuff. And so. Um, for me, the line was, I want the life that God died for me to have. Mm, and I yeah. don't mean like prosperity gospel. I mean the freedom, yeah. mm-hmm. freedom for my lies, for my sin, mm-hmm. for my destructive patterns to, to my, you know, destructive relationships and all the ways that I participate. I want the freedom of his heart and his life and his grace. And that's possible. Mm, and, mm-hmm. and so that's what I want to help people come to know. That's awesome. I, I think, uh, you know, it's the same thing yeah, with – do it. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you're so good. Yeah. You're like promoting You're so me. good. <laughs> you're so good. Yeah, Make me feel so nice. And, so it's, and it's cool too like when you have a fitness coach, right? Like you have to kind of – you have some skin in the game because you're paying this person. So you better show up and you better mm-hmm. listen. You better take notes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like – I think that's really cool. I think it's important. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was you like, need a life coach, don't you? Well, not life coach. I was thinking ministry. Like I need someone I, – I think I – 
I mean, in some ways, maybe I just need a boss, but, but also, um, <laughs> so I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> hey, but, uh, you know, it's just different when you're, when you have skin in the game, I, I coach some, uh, pair staffs and then I have other friends who do coaching and it's different when you're in that relationship, you come to it differently. Mm-hmm. And when someone asks you like, Hey, how did that go? It's different. And I think, you know, that's something your boss should probably do your pastor, but right. I think it's also love them, but also, but also it's a different relationship, especially when it's someone, it's, it's kind of like a safe third party. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, like right. I sought this person out. So like, I better listen to them because it, I'm the reason they're talking to me. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I think Bring that's really something. smart. And it's fun to have someone that like, what I love about it is that I can, I can be a champion and cheer them on in areas that they don't have hope, but I can also call them to truth. Mm-hmm. And and I think a good coach or mentor is someone that is is willing to have some challenging conversations yeah. to say, like, you know, challenging why you're thinking the way you're thinking, and yeah. is there a different way you can look at yeah. that? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we talk about marriage counseling a lot on this because I just talk a lot about it because my wife and I had a ton of like positive. What, how am I going to say it? Not like it was life changing. I mean, it was like marriage counseling and over years like of, and it wasn't always really like sometimes it was weekly, sometimes it was like once every couple months and. Um, but it was huge and there was a lot of stigma around it. We were just like, Oh no. And I encourage, I mean, on one of the podcasts I was, I was telling the story of how I encouraged someone to do it just as an anniversary gift. And he was yeah. like, well, but what, isn't that kind of weird? I'm like, no, like tell your wife, you believe so much in this marriage that even though like, let's not wait for the car to break down to take the mechanic. Like, let's talk, let's talk Tune about stuff up. and figure hey, out. I love that you're a dude. Not yeah. okay. This is going to sound sexist. I don't care. I love that you're a dude. And you're saying that. Yeah. I find that it's harder. I don't know if there's a stigma for men. Men, if you're listening to this podcast, mm. yeah. your manhood card grows oh, exponentially. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Seriously. If you want counseling, podcast. if you're honest, like you will – women will, will flock. I don't even know. That's, if you're married, that's not what we want. Regardless, <laughs> I'm saying is that a lot of men have a stigma against yeah. it. So I love yeah. that you're a dude yeah. saying yeah. that. I, I mean, think it's slowly for help. I mean I think – is that a big – I'm not a man, but – it's asking hard. for help. It's hard. I, I don't do it. I think it's getting. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's changing a little bit. I think there's more, especially honestly, with the rise of podcasts. There's more and more guys that are like, oh, yeah. after you run out of things to say about the world, you're like, what about me? Like, you know, like here's what I'm struggling <laughs> with. Uh, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Mary, is someone screaming again? My son, his, uh, his, he was like, my cheek hurts. I was like, what? And it was the inside because they devoured oh, tons of something. candy. Oh, candy. He'll be fine. He just ate too much candy. I think he has a canker or something uh, inside of his cheek. So you just got to tape that up. Let's stitch it. We're going to put a stitch it. in there. What happened? I asked him if he wanted a drink of water. He said no. It's just coffee. Oh, yeah. He, he coughs a lot too. Okay. He has like a touch of asthma maybe. Well, and I think too, going back to like asking for help. <laughs> Forget about my young Sorry. son. <laughs> my son's dying with a hemorrhaging arm. That's a life coaching. A touch of asthma. So anyway, so it was to help. <laughs> asking for help. But we live in an age where you have to be the best at everything that you do. And you have to know just how to do things right, right away. And asking for help or like at like, if you might have dreams, you just have to know how to get it. You just have to do it. To figure it out it. on your own. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Where do you like, figure do you, out how? how? You, yeah. Who tells you? Or even you believe in that. yourself that you can do it. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully you hear from the father enough to hear that, but sometimes mm. you need some other voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually ministered to one of your kids. Hope she's not listening. I'm not going to say anything she said, but but who needed help. And it was so fascinating. Even this young girl, she was on leadership and 
sharing, and um, I won't share too much because this is podcasting. Mm. But she was she, it she, Tiffany. Yes, that it was, was Tiffany. The one. That yep. was girl. Tiff. Now find her and get her help. <laughs> um, no, but she was like she would share. This is what, it's so crazy being a speaker because you'll share something and it will touch someone's heart and they'll connect. They'll come up to me and share things with me that they've not told yeah. anybody. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like talking to her and I'm praying with her. And then I said, did you, have you told any of the adults? And she's like, no, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And so I gave her homework cause I'm a life coach. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the homework assignments was to reach out to adult. And we had to talk about like that, that vulnerability is actually the greatest strength, right? Mm-hmm. The ability to ask for help, the ability to know that Christ's kingdom and his people are there mm-hmm. to help you. It's, amazing so it's cool having a catholic life coach too if you're catholic or um we have a catholic marriage counselor and so he's always connecting it to like what we believe but a thing he constantly goes back to which i should have known but he goes back a lot to communion and how we're constantly seeking communion and especially when we're hurting or we're broken or we're in a weird place we might seek communion that's safer that feels safer so like pornography drugs or uh-huh. or food or these other ways of feeling like oh i feel like i'm commu- i'm getting communion or um with someone else or some type of intimacy and and he talks about how in those moments we have to actually kind of push ourselves to seek communion and when we have those hurts on the inside it's like hard it's like harder to just say it out loud and and ha- have that opportunity for someone yeah. to have that you know more intimate moment with you and be like i see totally. you i see mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and you know it's not that crazy actually <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's huge. So, Johnny, what are you hiding from us? So, what are some uh, things, I, I'm yeah. honestly having – I'm listening to your son coughing up a lung up there. <laughs> yeah, he does Just that. has a He's touch of fun. asthma. Which one? Is yeah. it Dominic? No, Noah. Noah. Noah does that a lot. Ah, Noah and his coughing. No, he does have <laughs> – I might have to give him like a breathing treatment. Good. He has Aww. a cute little kangaroo that has a mask. Oh, and my little niece has a panda. Fits, it fits on the Wait, kangaroo. Cute. And then I need to get off those. That's adorable. We, yeah. had to, we had to get Georgia that. Yeah. But, but she's yeah. just got normal and she mm-hmm. does not like it. Oh, so why did she wear those? Why do you wear those masks? What? It's like a breathing what? treatment. It's a, yeah, so it's a vaporizer. Nebulizer. Oh. Yeah, nebulizer. Yeah. I want one. So we just fill it with like basil essential oils and like. No, we don't do that. So I was going to say it's medicine. Like, oh. It's medicine. <laughs> no, it's like, medicine. You, can you get different animals? Uh, I'm sure. You have a panda. He has a panda. Yeah. Oh, my niece is. What do you have, panda. Johnny? We have nothing. I we want have a, a We have a bear bear mask. A bear mask. But like, it's just a like mask. it's bear. Like it's like there. It's just the normal one. mask that you would get at at a hospital or something. You love your kids, though, right? I, I mean, yeah, I think. <laughs> okay. I think, I think, All right. Georgia, if you're listening to this, you are loved. You are seen. You are known. You're wanted mm. by your earthly father and your heavenly father. Oh, that's okay. nice. You're gonna make me cry. That's real cute. Are you? You're really into. Uh, are you really into- doing the quiet voice again? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. We had a bit. The thing with these microphones and the mixer is that when you talk quiet, it increases the volume. Compressor. Hello. Compressor. See. Limiter. The quieter you talk. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, oh, uh, this is like creepy. Oh, oh, wait, what is that? That it's like it's like when you rub um styrofoam together. That's what it sounds really? like. Really, you don't oh. like that? No, where's horrible. the chalkboard? I need chalkboard. All right I know now. is I had a teenager. I said this earlier. I had a teenager who we were doing a talent show, and his his only talent was to get up. And the kids roared. Was to do MSMR? What is it called? ASMR. 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 That was his talent. Miss Mister. He did it for five minutes, and it was creepy. But the kids roared, and I'm just saying, loved it. I don't understand it. Wow. Actually, we have a bit about that. Do we want to? Hot topic. Oh, AS Matt Mar. AS Matt Mar. Catholic. Catholic ASMR. I think we should just literally cut out any time that he's not talking, but there's like ambient noise mm-hmm. of any of his concerts. <laughs> and then just do like a 
and just call it. Yeah, just we, make let's do make a, a right three now. hour video, mm-hmm. and it's just all the silent parts from any of his concerts, and then just. And then so people can listen to it. Exactly. AS Matt but can we have the same like Jesus phrases or is that even sure, more Sure, yeah, yeah. Cool? Every like, now and then it will just – yeah, It will phase in. Because like, yeah. oh, Matt does – he'll say it under his breath every now and then. He'll just go, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. No, I can't even do it, y'all. It's creepy. When you whisper, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. A tingle? Because that's what ASMR is. Oh, yeah. We read this. It's a tingle. Did it's you hear about this? Yeah, some people get a tingle, yeah. I think we just it's... say how inappropriate I feel like this term is? Yeah. Oh, what, the tingle? It's like the word moist. Oh, yeah. Um, What's wrong words? with the word I moist? I don't know. I don't like a it. Moist a moist tingle. Moist tingling. It's just something that... That was my punk rock band. That was my punk rock band. I was a huge fan of moist tingle. I'm going to hell right now. In high school... In high school, Johnny no, and I, yeah, Johnny and I, uh, he played a theremin. What was I, our record? I played theremin. A, a drum. Edmund, it, what was our first record called? It was, uh, uh, I think it was, a, it was called "Destroy the Day." Mm. It was a punk rock Destroy band called Moist Tingle. I was hoping you were going to go. Are you serious? Something. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm joking. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I'm gullible people. <laughs> You're just trusting. I am. Trusting you really thought? You really thought that? We just happened to be in a band called Moist Tingle. Tingle. Like you just happened to bring oh. up. Hey, I believe God does amazing things. Good, <laughs> <laughs> brings our world together. He Crazy. wanted us Holy to talk. Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit does amazing things. Oh man! <laughs> wow. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, in one of your talks, I thought I'd bring this up because I thought oh, I, yes. I did. Were you guys talking about this? Was Allie and Johnny asking you what your like what your message is recently, or what's on your heart? And that's what the life coaching stuff came up. Uh, no, we did not talk about that. We're talking about like dreams and like what we were talking about dreams. Going well, I'm doing a lot of speaking, do. but then I'm, I'm doing life coaching, which is fun. It's a new. But she has um, openings for clients, so yeah, come on in, people. Uh, um, but what do I love speaking about? Yeah. Well, I just is he okay, Johnny? Is my son okay? I, <laughs> <laughs> is he? Johnny, why don't you go check Run on him? Up. Don't scare him though. Knock oh my gosh, him the door first. Like, he doesn't know me. He's, he he's knows a strange, strange man. Strange man. Strange man. Yeah. 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 Like you know, <laughs> just put a mask on. It'll be less subtle. Yeah. <laughs> so I was putting them to bed, and Ignatius said, um, "I know that you're going to do a podcast when we go to sleep because you say inappropriate things." <gasps> what? He said, "Because it's inappropriate." He said, "Because it's inappropriate." <laughs> Because I think one time when he was saying uh, he wanted to come listen, I might have just said like, "No, it's not appropriate for you." Oh, like it's just like no, like this is we're just adult talk, and it's not anything appropriate for you or something. I don't know. I might have said something like that. I didn't mean I literally know, that it's but- inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Wow, who's that? Which one? Ignatius. Ignatius. Awesome. Yeah. Man, we have five kids upstairs right now. Isn't that crazy? Piggy. There's five of them all stuffed up there. Right, Does he seem okay? He's crying. Oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's hard. Let him sit it out. He'll cry it out. Listen, babe. if you don't let kids experience challenge in their life, it really <laughs> oh, it stunts their growth. My parents kept me outside the house for days. It was great. That's really? why she's so kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Let's <laughs> So when did you start ha- when did you go from being a plaid skirt wearing private Catholic school not believing girl? To a overnight. No, I had a crazy. Um, so I had a crazy conversion. Not conversion. I grew up. I always had a faith as a little girl, and it's like we have those seasons where adolescence rips it out of your soul. Yeah. And um, or Catholic school. Yeah, or Catholic school. Whatever comes first. And so, um, but yeah, I. So I always remember having a deep faith at a young age, but really struggled with my identity and insecurity in adolescence, and kind of hid behind a a litany of successes, which many teens do. And went to college, partied it up, and um, what college? I went to Marquette University. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is that? It's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Jesuit. Oh, that's right. Jesuit. That's right. Oh, that's right. Wait. Oh, Jesuit. Jesuit. Oh, that's right. Okay. 
Okay, so now, yeah, so now it's in the Midwest. No one knows it in the South. It's a whole okay. different world. I have a friend that went there, though. So, okay, so I know you things. know it. How how'd that friend turn out? Um, oh, she's great. <laughs> um, no, Emily Birds. Emily Peepers. Oh, I love her. His wife. Yeah, Emily. We were on the same nut team together. Okay, Put a bird on it. Does Emily hey. use the Marquette method of NFP? That was a bad joke. That's a bad joke. Yeah. All right. NFP. So my so, point is, so at I Marquette. Had, so at Marquette, my and in my sophomore, my freshman year, actually, I had a went to a, a and I always share this. I went to a conference, met a Carmelite nun. I didn't even believe in a lot of churches teaching. I knew the Eucharist was cool. Jesus was loving. That's good. But everything else in terms of the social teaching, I was not down with, like most college students, mm-hmm. and uh, struggled with the church. And then she gave a talk, and I ran up to her with a million questions. And she said, um, keep praying, Mary. It's so beautiful. And I was like, mm-hmm. the Catholic church? Like, dude, I went to ugly uniform, 16 years, therapy. Like, yeah. No, there's nothing good there. Yeah. And um, But it was really compelling. And there was something about her joy and her love. And so long story short, I went off to New Orleans. New Orleans. I went off to St. Louis, which is four hours away. There was a party that weekend. I remember. This is so funny. In college, like <clears throat> giving up drinking – it's a big deal. Like, I mean, that was like no small feat. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I felt like my youth minister knew me at the time and there's a lot of wrestling and, um, and I met these nuns. And so long story short, I, I was like wrestling with all these, like, does God call? Anyway, I went to visit these nuns and that weekend kind of changed my life. Did you like, did they invite you to go? Or so, they was invited it a- me. so they were kind of like, you know, like I don't always share this part of my story on stage, but I think when they meet young people that are attracted to them, I was so attracted to their holiness. Mm. I was so – I didn't know what it was. It's just Jesus, yeah. right? Like he's yeah. attractive. There's something about holiness that draws our heart because we want the greatness. We want something more. And I think there was something in me that I kept hanging around the nuns and I was like sarcastic and I was like this young like – and they were they were funny and we were laughing. It was so compelling. And so they mm. saw that in me. And so they were like, why don't you come visit us? You're going to be a nun. <laughs> no, I don't want to. sister. I see you in a habit. Just yeah. put this on. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, I was like, get away from me, Satan. Yeah. But why am I wearing a veil all of a sudden? <laughs> Take it off. on my head. Yeah. And so, but I couldn't stop thinking about him. And so I decided my, my, my dad, cause he was in the charismatic renewal was like, it's no big deal. Just go visit some friends, yeah. you know? Cause he, we always had at that point, like at a young age, we had priests coming over to the house and things. And so I ended up driving out there and I knew I kind of had a sense that God was doing something. Cause I was so nervous about the trip. I kind of thought I was going to be called to be a nun, which I discerned for 10 years, actually religious life off and on. Like, yeah, I was going to be a Carmelite because they're amazing. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But I went and that weekend changed my life. So I went in and she knelt me down to a chapel and like, and I remember her saying like, say hello to Jesus. I was like, hey, hey buddy. You know, I didn't know. I was scared and there was, you could hear your feet clicking in the hallway and it was freaky because you're in a convent. But another, my moment was really seeing their joy and their love and God just starting wrestling my heart. And so long story short, there was another young lady and I always share this, who came into my room. She was discerning. And I was 19, and I remember she came in and she scared the crap out. I'll say it. On, I'll say it. She scared the crap out of me. Yeah. She comes in bawling, like ugly cry, like the snot flowing. She's like, "I love Jesus." She's professing her love for God, mm. and the way she she was so in love with him, and she was crying out in this room, like, "I love Jesus." Like I don't care. She's crying, and I was so scared because she scared me. She just barged in, but I was so moved. And the Holy Spirit was there, and all I remember is tears just coming out of my face, yeah. watching her love. Saying like in God touching my heart, and and I remember thinking like I don't have like mm. like I want that love. Yeah. Like, what kind of you know? And so that was the beginning. Like I left that week and seeing this perf- people and love. This is what here, y'all. This is my mm. listen up. 
people who are in love with Jesus, mm. who give their lives, who lay it down. There's something that in us, it just, it draws our hearts. And I, I met the real deal people that were willing to lay down their lives in different ways. And it, it spoke to the deepest need of my heart. And I drove home that weekend and said, God, if I can know you like that, I want to know you. Mm. And he ninja chopped in my life. I stopped <laughs> drinking ninja chopped in that year, which is crazy. And anyway, long story short, I kind of, and then God, like, you know, like in the beginning of your conversions, like God's everywhere. Like all yeah. of a sudden he was like creeping up at night yeah. with me. And like, I would open up the Bible and be like the perfect scripture verse. Yeah, yeah. Like now when I open up the Bible, it's like the Levitic, Levitic, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a blood offering. I'm yeah. like, thanks Jesus. But in the early yeah. days when he's wooing you. Yeah. 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 So anyway, he wooed me hardcore. Wow. Did you ever ask the girl like what? Like what she, she went, what closet I, she opened, or like what, what like room she walked into that made that happen to her? Like I thought this is the bathroom. No, <laughs> no, we were connected rooms. So her name was Megan, and she ended up as she's married. Well, I mean, now. like what happened to her that caused her to just like come back to the room and? I don't know. She, I think she was, she was going to become a nun. She, mm. she was wrestling with those. I mean, I, I work with a lot of young people who are struggling with their vocation, and I think she was like really like torn, but I love him. So I think it was this moment of like, I love Jesus and I don't, I don't know if he wants me here or if it was this yeah. moment of kind of exploding with those fears that we have in our adolescence of like, and I see this with young people. I'm getting very passionate as you can Do tell, yes. but like with vocation, I don't know if we teach it right. Mm. Mm. We can talk about that earlier. Yeah. I know because I feel like there's so much pressure yeah. about like, what's the right road and path. Yeah. And what I loved about what she said is whatever he says I'll do, I just want him. Mm. And mm. I think sometimes we make the, so the, the vocation is the vehicle. It's the boat that gets us yes. to the yeah. promise which is intimacy in Christ and holiness ultimately in the ultimate calling. And sometimes I think we focus on the road and the car instead mm. of the actual destination. Mm. I'm mm. That, preaching you good. You that, lifecoach.com, yeah. Mary Bielski. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're glad. Now, now she's glad we have the bell there. Yeah. She's oh, like, yeah, it's no, really no, coming in here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they pay me big bucks. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. What well, she doesn't like, know is every time she hits that, we deduct donations. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why my your son's crying. That's why my son's up there crying. You just lost a patron. You're down to one. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I do think that's really important in discerning your vocation too because I think you're as you're discerning it, you're just uh, – you're not at that place where you're willing to do any of them. You're kind of just feeling out like you're like I really don't want to be a priest, right? Like, like that's how a lot of people I think do discernment. And, they're just so scared. Yeah, and to they're going to be called to be a priest. Yeah, and to get they're to they're not going to find their husband. To get to a place where it doesn't mean you're going to be a, a priest, but just just to get to a place where you're like, if he does ask me to do that, I would be willing. Yeah, like to get to that place of like, I, like I'll whatever he says, I'll do. That's like a huge. That's a huge moment for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, for a lot free, of, it's a huge free, moment for all of right. us. That's, yeah, that's freedom. Yeah. yeah, right, right. That's like the gospel at its best is when we're we're dead to ourselves and say all is Christ. Yeah, right? open our glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think most people are afraid that he'll he'll just take everything if you give that. But what's that whole saying about, you know, like I I gave it all up to Jesus and I was afraid that he was going to ask something that I, you know, ask all of this stuff for me. But he just, you know, he just, he gave it all back. Like, like everything that I gave over to him, you know, yeah. my search for love, my search for meaning and significance and all these things, like he gave it back, but in a, in a new way, in a, in a, in a glorified way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if he takes something, it was something that wasn't supposed to be ours in the first yeah. place. Yeah. So usually he's asking for our sin, which wasn't meant to be ours in the yeah. first place. Mm-hmm. Allie, there are some questions. Why don't we oh, go yes. through some oh. of the questions that were submitted on oh, yeah. are we Instagram? Have yeah. And then uh, while you're doing that, I will give my son a breathing treatment. Okay. <laughs> 
So, Allie, you're in charge of the show. Don't let oh, Johnny. Right. That's my breathing treatment. Oh, boy. <laughs> don't you're let welcome. Jo- While I'm gone, don't let Johnny take over. The oh, show. boy. Okay. okay. There's more. There's more. Allie, give oh, me control. Yeah. I'm going to solve your life's problems in oh, two wait. minutes. Okay. Allie, give me power. Uh, we can pick any of these. That, okay. Oh, I don't know. Do you want to do this one? Well, okay. Speaking of vocation, though. Oh, that's good. And that segue. That was well of, done. Right? You. Thank you. Paid the big bucks. Winker. Winker. You're going to be Carmeline. Um, <laughs> you know what? Some days I'm so, like, preach it. Uh, there are some days where I just want to be a desert father. I want to leave everything Ooh, and I just hard, want to okay. go away and just. <sighs> it is 2019. You can be a father if you want to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, some, so we posted this on my Instagram. Uh, questions for She's the Mary queen of social media. Yeah, really okay, wait, where did it go? That's in the top. This is okay. She doesn't even know I work it. This is from the poll with soul. Okay. Mm. Advice to single Catholic women living in a Catholic world where everyone is married. So what would you do on advice? What would you do? Okay. So I do a lot of thought work. And so I would really mm. look at your belief that everyone is married. I'd begin there. She went there. Um, what I find is this, is I think that, um, statistics show 50% of people are married. So then 50 aren't. And I think that the, the part that you're talking about is the longing of your heart. Mm. And, um, what I would work and I don't, I don't really have an answer. Call me, wink, call me, Mm, um, is I think you're, you're talking about dealing with, um, expectations that aren't being fulfilled and your desire that aren't, isn't that longing that isn't being filled for. So what I would work with you on is some belief systems and some ways that we can sit in the desire and have God meet you there and trusting in the greater plan that God has. And so many times when we feel discouraged in our journeys, we can stay in the discouragement. And so all we see is the missing piece instead of the gratitude of where you are right now. And so for me, like asking, like if I were doing spiritual direction, but I'm not, Mm -hmm. is really what does the father say? Right now, because like, because really ultimately, like, do we trust in His plan? And here's the deal: look at me, look at me, people. I don't know what camera. Wait, I'm looking do at. I look? What am wait, I look? Do I look, look at look, you look, or do I look? Uh, when I have my pregnant Johnny, my pregnant pause. Okay, like is for single. Camera. I'm going to talk to the single ladies oh. out there. It is. It. Oh come on. Hey, hey, all the single ladies. Hey, hey. I would just say like it's I would want to. I would want to honor. Like I want to honor the ache. I don't want to dismiss the feeling. So when I'm doing the coaching, it's not like let's fix your thoughts. Right. Those are stupid. No, like. It's sucks. Our emotions are let's, valid. Let's be right. real. It sucks. Single men who are married, you don't know our pain, our plight. You're not a single you woman. You don't know. You have no how. Everybody you else have no idea on how Instagram hard we with have their <laughs> with their pretty feet and their perfect dresses yeah. and their little cute rings. Yeah. Wait, men have yeah. men have pretty feet. I'm just, yes. No, I don't even know what oh. I said, but whatever. No, my wife hates right my now. feet. I'm preaching it, but mm-hmm. my point is, is so I want to I want to honor the place of the longing, mm-hmm. right? And so we don't want to squish that. We want to feel the longing, but we want to leave it with the Lord yeah. and trust ultimately in his plan. And and here's the sticky part is like a lot of times like how we deal with our emotions is that I don't want to – it's it's not about fixing our emotions. It's allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. Yeah. Some emotions are indulgent emotions. So I actually categorize when I work with people. There's some emotions like fear, disappointment. We want to feel. It's part of the human experience. We don't want to – so numbing and Netflix yeah. and all that crap. You have to be honest with yourself and let yourself mm. feel the pain because Christ meets you in the pain. But there's also also emotions like indulgent emotions that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes with we, when we do like victimization, when we do, um, I don't mean that's just like the one or, or despair. Those don't serve you. And so when you're in a pattern where you're falling into those kind of emotions, that's when I would want to help you work your way to think differently, 
frame your life differently so that God can meet you and you can see the greater picture of his hope and promise. Yeah. What is it about negative? Lifecoach.com. Lifecoach.com. Mm. Lifecoach. I don't even know what that is. But I'm making we'll it. You're giving it. somebody we'll a lot it. of business. Right you're now. Someone, yeah. someone, someone's like people writing it down. Her yeah, let's coaching. just say this is not her website. Don't hire that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't don't hire them. Lifecoach.com. That's somebody out there. They're like, who are these Catholics? Thank you for all these clients. But you know, we have non-Catholics that listen to the show. Yeah. So that's just great. Non-Catholics. Yeah, if anything, truth is truth. I yeah. just spit on your microphone, and there's a just big rub it in. Probably yeah. a little yeah. loogie right there. It'll uh, <laughs> later. There's there's been so many special guests spit on that. Oh, that's yeah. so good. They're all like holding hands. Yeah. We, we don't wash it. Yeah. 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 We are the body of Christ. I like to think that's what they're singing as they're spitting is on the microphone. Is that even a song? I don't think I know that. Yes, song. that's a hymn. I don't oh. think it's not. Yes, not you just say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have a man crisis in the church. Um, okay, that's amazing. So wait, I no, I wanted to ask good. a question. That was good. <clears throat> okay. Oh, okay. Indulging? What is it about? What is it about negative? What you were saying indul- What were you saying? Indulgent. Indulgent emotions that don't serve you. Like, so what, and we often think that we can't control our emotions, but our thoughts lead to our feelings. So what is? So I love that More phrase. Than we in, think we can. I love that phrase. Indulgent emotions. What is it about some negative emotions that feel that that sometimes we um, want to feel? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever felt there's something sometimes about being sad or being uh, upset that sometimes feels not comfortable, but it's like you don't want to get better. Right. You want to, you want to like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's, it just becomes comfortable. It becomes uh, the new normal. And so you're afraid of getting out of that or it becomes mm-hmm. part of your, like you're saying, part of right. your identity. Like well, I'm fe- depressed. Like, for instance, fear would be one that a lot of people feel so comfortable with their anxiety that they don't, that the, and I don't know if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, the movie, there was a great scene where when they got freed, a lot of the, the prisoners would do a crime to go back into prison because right. it was more comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes, even though we say we want to be free, it's scary yeah. to actually live differently than we're so used to. We're so comfortable with our patterns of yeah. of our anxiety. I don't know. Like it's even some of us who use fear, it's a way of controlling yeah. or – and so it does. There's a comfort in that. that but it's weird because it it's a good. negative emotion but there's something that feels good right. about right. it. Yeah. And some negative – and this is why you need discernment. Some negative emotions are needed in the healing process. So mm. it's not about – I actually teach people how to feel their feelings, mm. which is in itself is a skill. And knowing that feelings are just a vibration in your body and they're mm. not going to kill you. And so I have a sign in my room that says I can do hard things. And sometimes when I get afraid, I, I don't try to squelch the fear. I just say do it afraid. Mm. Do it afraid. You can feel do your feelings. Do you, medita- do, you, do you meditate at all? <laughs> I'm going to doodle that. Have you ever done uh, meditating or anything like that or like Catholic Praying? mindfulness? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, like, no, 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 like no. The, mindfulness? Uh, yeah, like the mindfulness meditating kind of thing. I, I know that's the thing right now. I don't know as much about the mindfulness. I do think being aware of your thoughts, so I guess yeah. that's the same. Uh, Tell me more about the mind- Catholic well, so mindfulness. I just, I, I, there was a period of time where I was really uh, anxious a lot about work and I was just – I just – I'd never really experienced that level. Not the – People who st- – I man, a lot of thoughts. Feel your thoughts. Feel the feelings. <laughs> I don't think uh, – I don't think I've ever experienced actual anxiety or depression. I think sometimes oh. we kind of – I think because it's talked about more than the past, I think sometimes we – I think I used to jump a little too quickly into like, mm. I think I'm feeling depression or I'm feeling anxiety. I don't know if that's necessarily true. It felt – more intense than I'd ever felt before. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was trying all sorts of things and changing my diet and praying more and, and doing all these things. And um, I came across the app Headspace, which is a meditation. That, and there was like, you know, three minutes. And I'd heard other people talking about meditation uh, helping anxiety. 
And so I was like, well, I'll just try it. Like, why not? And um, it was, uh, I think it's not transcendental. There's an, there's one where you're like saying ohm and you're doing all this stuff. This was just like, it just takes you through the exercise of being aware of your body, then being aware of your breath, and then just focusing on your breath. It's really focus exercise. It's like focus on your breath. If you're, th- are you going to check on my son? Oh, okay. If you, if you focus on your breath and your mind wanders, then you just keep focusing on your breath. And, um, one of the things in the, you know, it was like a 30 day trial or something. So I was like, I'll just try this. And one of the things they said, or some way that it was, um, being taught in the app, somehow I came up with this idea of like, oh, wow, you know, I am not my, I'm not necessarily my feelings. I'm not my feelings. But I always felt like I, if I, if I didn't acknowledge them enough, I was somehow like I didn't want to be dead inside. I didn't want to be Spock. And so one day I was telling Danielle, I was like, "Man, I'm really, really, I'm really." Um, this phrase of like honoring your feeling, like, okay, I have felt this, and I want to honor that this is a this is an actual emotion. It was weird, like, like by by separating myself from the feeling. Like I am, I am not depressed. I'm feeling this feeling of depression. Um, and I want to honor that this is like a real thing and like high depression. Here it is. Okay. Something's going on. And we're going to deal with that, but I'm just, you know, honoring that feeling, but then able to, I don't know, something about that phrase. Like I am yeah. honoring this feeling, um, and acknowledging it, but then that puts it outside of me. And now, Mm-hmm. Like, like let's work on this like let's, let's what is this about because I think that you're right on I think there are two camps there are some people that sit in their feelings and they mm-hmm. don't and so I'm I'm more talking to that stream I think there's some that don't feel their feelings or yeah. they have a so I think both can have a tendency that you have to watch for and so yeah. it's really discerning but I do think that you need to feel and so some of the things sometimes I ask people like when people don't know why like ask this is going to sound really lame and cheesy and like but sometimes when, the best thing like, is so really own like, your feelings. So sometimes when people don't know why they're feeling what they're feeling, I ask like, can anger speak? Like, tell me, because beneath the feelings, there's reasons why. And so, yeah. so, so I think the feelings are important pieces. They speak to what we're thinking and believing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not here saying like, indulge those feelings, get over it. Yeah. I think we have to feel our feelings, but we have to get curious about our feelings. Yeah, yeah. Where are they coming from? What, what's the root of that? And that's that's where the Holy Spirit illuminates our heart to see. Like, are we believing truths or lies? Are there things that we honestly need to grieve? And so there's a, an appropriate place if you've lost someone or you've lost a job to grieve that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you need to grieve it. Yeah, it yeah. feels good. It's yeah. human. Yeah. That's it's what like, you're get talking about. Like, I want to say that's appropriate. And yeah. so I think you're right. I think there's an appropriate page to own it, to give it honor. Um, but there's also a, a time where, where where the spirit will say, are you done? Are you through yeah. now? And, yeah. and be able to walk to know, like, there's a time and place for all seasons. So in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time to mourn. There's a time to dance. There's a time to celebrate all those things, take and give. And so it's really discerning. Like there's a time that's appropriate and there's a time that we need to say it's time to move on and, and walking with someone and having a life coach or, or even a mentor, even the Holy spirit ultimately is the best. Mm -hmm. They'll help you guide when, how to navigate through that. But I think all have a place. That's why as Catholics we're both and and not either or. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like dropping some freaking truth bombs. Uh, you won't well, hire me now. I don't know who will. I'm just mentor. Life do coach. we have another question, Allie? Yes. Um, how to show for this kind of might go through. How to show forgiveness and grace in damaged friendships? How to show forgiveness and grace, and grace in a damaged in, friendship? In damaged friendships. It's interesting it's they Fiona use the word Spears. damaged and not just like when your friend yeah. like doesn't pay you back or something. It's, it sounds like more serious than just like you're mad at your friend. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think the damage. I mean, I would get. I would want to know more. Everything is context on how I would lead or, or coach. But I would. Um, I would say for me, forgiveness is the. So this is when I when I work with people in general. And this is not just with coaching, but if I have someone coming up and they're stuck in their spiritual life, I'm always looking for unforgiveness. Mm. It's the place mm. where we get locked in, and so oftentimes when Christ healed. Um, he offered forgiveness simultaneously. There's a, there's a relationship. And those of us who have done like healing the whole person with mm-hmm. Dr. Bob, he talks about forgiveness that, that locks us into cycles of sin and so, and bitterness and pain. So there's an appropriate place where you can grieve some hurt. And I think for me, what I would do is, um, how do you deal with that? I think I'd, you'd have to understand what forgiveness is about. There's sometimes where like, I would want to know, is that relationship healthy? And, and do you want to stay in that relationship is a yeah. secondary question. Mm-hmm. But a primary question is forgiveness is what God calls us to. Mm-hmm. And regardless, you know, it says in scripture, forgive 77 times seven. And so it's a choice. And so forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation, meaning it doesn't mean if someone's hurt you that you are going to go back into a relationship. It doesn't mean that that relationship doesn't require different boundaries. It doesn't mean that that relationship needs that doesn't need to change. Mm-hmm. What forgiveness does is it unlocks your heart from bitterness and resentment mm. and judgment that is not yours to give. God wow. gives judgment. I think a lot you. of people are afraid that forgiveness means uh, that was okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's or just a huge, moving on. Yeah. Just like that's a huge misconception. And that's yeah. something we've actually been trying to do. Like Laura, our middle school youth minister, told me that and rocked my world. She's like, when someone apologizes to you and you think that that apology was necessary. You don't say, like, we say like, yeah, it's oh, okay. Don't worry but about it. She says, no, it's not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you say, I forgive you. Yeah. Like yeah. to yeah. say right. like, yeah, I was taught you, that as well. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's hard. Like, that's a very natural thing. Like, nah, it's okay. It's okay. Don't it's worry okay. about it. It's but okay. like saying, okay, I forgive, I forgive you. you. Right. But I think there's a place where when you accept it as like, you released, you, you release its power. Mm-hmm. I think that's what forgiveness does. And so oftentimes the analogy is, is when you, like unforgiveness is like drinking a bottle. You've heard this probably a million times, drinking a bottle of poison, expecting it to kill the other person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just really is about yeah. – it keeps you into this bitterness. I had a friend of mine, I remember once, called me up in tears. It was like six months in our relationship and she was like crying. She's like, I just need to apologize. I've been holding so much bitterness. Every time I've gotten in my car, I've like called out your name in anger. I'm like, whoa, girl. Ooh. But I don't, sorry, what'd you do? I don't well, know. What'd, what'd you do? Yeah. I know. What did you do? It was related. It was a damaged relationship. Yeah, it was so I understand your pain. It's related to the car too. Mary, Mary, my Honda. Stole that girl, Mary stole that girl's exactly. car. She yeah. finally got it back. I think there was some, there was now I'm trapped in this damn Honda. <laughs> Every time I get in this Honda, oh, Mary Newman. took my Mary took my Tesla. You cut me off that oh. one day. But I say that because what shocked me is that she had been suffering for many months of just yeah. some resentment with me. And I was I was fine. Yeah. And so for, unforgiveness is really about freeing your own heart. Exactly. And so that's that's what I would start working with the person with you is. And then how do you do it? It's a decision that your feelings actually don't have to be there. Yeah. It's a decision with Christ. So I would actually sit down and we would process through all the stuff. You have to name it. It's not like oh they did this. It's no big deal. You have to feel it. You have to sit in it. But know that God's mercy and His blood has paid the price, mm-hmm. and you don't have to hold that. Yeah. Um, and then you would do literally out loud forgiveness work in the name of Jesus. I forgive them yes. for this, this, and this. Yeah. I would do some unbound. And then I would wrestle with your thoughts to bless them. And then we would work on what you want that relationship to look like from now on. Because you doesn't – again, what I say is when someone's hurt you, like you get you get to choose who's in your life and who's yeah. not. You get yeah, to yeah. set – boundaries is something in the, in the world of Christian life sometimes gets – Oh, my gosh. Like we need good boundaries. The book. Have you read the book, Boundaries? Uh, by Cloud. Oh, yes. Gosh. So good. I like all the time, especially in ministry, Mm -hmm. where I'm constantly like having 
to have those conversations because I struggled with a lot of that. And then I, I think mo- I think a lot of people, especially in ministry, because you feel like I represent the church, so I need to I need to uh, be all to all people. Yeah, right. like get the, the cloak off yeah. my back. I have to lay my like I can't say no. I can't say no. I can't. I can't say because if I say this kid can't be in this class. Then the parent is like, you know, my kid's going to go to hell. They're like, this is all going to be horrible. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's and pressure. in fact, like those boundaries are just really helpful for a, a, a lot of that book. I think is good for setting your own boundaries, but also a lot of it is like setting the boundaries for other people so that they feel because mm. they mm-hmm. have problems with boundaries, right? Not necessarily you do, but a lot of a lot of other mm. people just don't. Yeah, don't really yeah. have healthy boundaries. Yeah. Another question. Oh, oh, wait, oh. can I go back to one addition go I have for, for this girl? Because I want to le- let I want to honor her with yeah. wherever you're at. She's with right your forgiveness there. of your friend. So there's a lot of things that – like those three areas. So forgiveness, what does that look like? And boundaries, what do you want that relationship to look like? But I want to also say it's a process. I just want to give you honor that sometimes that the feelings don't go away automatically even if you've forgiven. Mm-hmm. I struggled with a friend of mine. This sounds like I have a lot of – I have really great friendships. <laughs> All my You're friend. a friend her, of sinners. Car. You're I a friend of sinners. Mm-hmm. And I had we had, a, we had a fight and so there was all this – there was some stuff in my heart and I couldn't get rid of it. And it was the same. Like I had forgiven her but like every time I would be going, going to be around her, that same kind of stuff would come up. And so I would have to be in the car and I had to begin to fast for her and I had to begin to pray for her. And I would literally sit in the car and do unbound before like in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of resentment. Mm. In the yeah. name. And so I want to honor the process that, that really God just wants your obedience and he wants your heart. And he, and if you try to love, like ask him for the desire to love and to forgive and he'll, he'll, he'll move and work with you in the process. I just mm. wanted to, yeah. to say it's not just like, oh, you just forgive him once and it's over. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes our feelings are a little slow to catch up. I wonder too if, uh, you know, a bad, a bad deed done to you is still like we can't just pretend that we can remove our conscience in that moment. Like a bad deed is a bad deed. You, you know, if you hear in the news of, you know, a, a mom, you know, doing something horrible to her kids or something like you, there should be something moved in you. That's like, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it doesn't change just because you forgive the person. If you're reminded of like, man, that was a really shitty thing that person did to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Said, <laughs> sorry, Mary. Said shit. I said it too. <laughs> Mary. But you know, like it's, it's not, I, I wonder if that's important too, is that when you're forgiving someone, it doesn't mean that anytime that memory comes up that you should just like somehow deaden your conscience of like that was a bad thing. Right. Like that was bad. It. Yeah. Or even acknowledge your feelings. Like sometimes yeah. when I'm angry, I just have to say this is so lame. But when I have anger, I don't have a lot of it. I don't have a lot of anger. Yeah. But if it comes up, I just say sometimes I'm so angry, Lord. I'm so angry. I just yeah. give this space or that wasn't right, Lord. Yeah. Just, it's okay just to name it and give it space. Like I forgive Allie and Johnny for making fun of me for praying. But every time I think of it, it just makes me cringe. Wounds. It just no. makes me cringe. Wounds. Let's get it out. No, no I'm over okay. it. I'm yeah, over it. I'm just saying it. It. Yeah. I just it's cringe just like a little bad. bit. I'm like, like I, stand bad. Bad. I can't believe I they did that. I still am unsure what I'm happened. I'm not sorry. I don't I'm apologize. Not, what is this shirt you're wearing? I, believe, I just want it to be noted. Yeah. I believed you that you were praying. I did the sign of a cross because you're holier yeah. than we Mary, are. Oh, Mary, yeah. gosh, look. I, did, I just don't know Here's the thing you don't know about me. Here's the thing you don't know about me, Mary. Exactly. Yeah. Mary is just fastly. such a – She trusting, re- trusting, receives people for who they are mm-hmm. and yeah. doesn't realize that some people are just a little bit of an ass. We know. <laughs> <laughs> No, she did pick up on it from the very beginning. She was like, "You, you have the sense of this person who could say something that's completely untrue, and we would all believe <laughs> yeah, you." Exactly. And we I see right. That shirt is really cool. What is oh, the yeah, shirt? Francis Cabildo. Do you know Francis Cabildo? Wait, oh, that's how you say his name. That's how you say Francis. 
Yeah. I didn't know that's how you say his last I thought name it was either. Cal- I thought it was Cal- Cabello. Oh, wait. No, I've always been putting Cabello. the L. Me I've too. always been saying Calbido. Wait. I think that's how I've been doing it, too. Now you, you guys don't it. even wow. know him. If he's listening, don't cry. Francis, Fra- no you Facebook ignore friends. their their. I lives. love Francis. Francis is a friend of mine. He's okay. awesome. I, we all know. Can Catholic I tell- bubble. Catholic okay, bubble. Okay. Here's my Francis cool. story. I just saw him two oh, weekends yeah. ago. And what? Where? I will tell you. Here's where I saw him, Johnny. I'm about to tell a story. A lot. I'm setting up a story. He okay. always he always opens the cage and then every all the animals run out. Francis does? No, you. Who's, oh. who's the zookeeper here? Francis, apparently. So anyway, so I was at Amazing Parish Conference in Anaheim. Oh, that's where you saw him. He lives there. I'm a, telling a story, Johnny. <laughs> Land a plane. Okay. I'm so kidding. this is a good example of how weird the internet makes relationships with people because I kind of knew him through Facebook – but I didn't know if he knew me. I think at one point we might have friended each other, but I wasn't really sure. And so to me, he's a big deal. Like he's just him right now. Yeah. So he's like really cool, you know, music ministry. Like I really feeling awesome right now. Yeah. Like this podcast. So here's what happened at amazing parish. Johnny off your phone. Are you speaking at amazing parish? (laughs) No, I wish. Uh, Johnny, I'm just texting Francis why? right now. Be here with me, not Francis. No, just keep going. I'd rather I'm, be with Francis. Me, okay. We're here. Right okay. here. Right I'm here. Don't too. listen Wait, to them. I'm here too. So I'm at the Amazing Parish I'm Conference. I'm also here and so no, is Francis. Don't to oh him. my gosh. So uh, Francis, we're I'm talking at, about you on live. Has this ever happened to you, Johnny, where you meet someone that you kind of know on social media, but to them, like you're a fan of them, but They're then not a fan but you've of never you? met them in person. No, no, no. You've never met them in person. So Yes. At Amazing Parish, there's like 150 parishes there. There's like, th- you know, a thousand. Literally when people. I picked up Mary from the airport yesterday. Yeah. So I knew who you were. So we made heart. eye contact twice. Like, you know, he was getting breakfast and I was, uh, I don't know, I was just there. And so we made eye contact, but, and I, I did that thing where I was like, oh, and just like kept going because I don't want to be that guy. You know, like, like lo- right. my yeah, like, I'm just like, I'm sure lots of people are growing up. So I'm like, oh, you're Francis, you know? And, you right. show him your tattoo of his name? Yeah. No, 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 later, no. Uh, so, <laughs> so I see him, right? So I see him and we do the eye contact thing and, and then I look away and then another time I'm like walking through something and I do the icon and I like look away. And, uh, so I'm, I'm re- and I like want to meet him, but I, you know, and, but I don't know if he knows me. And so, and I also feel like semi like pop public people do this thing where they make eye contact with people and they don't know if people know who they are. So they, he was like giving me the eyes so of like, weird. is this person going to come up and like ask something of like ask for, you know, my mm. autograph or whatever. The other thing is that man I mean, when you see photos of him, mm-hmm. I mean, it it holds up in person. I mean, like he like some people are just He's a beautiful so, family. I mean, like yeah. like some people, their clothes, it's like there's no stray strand or any. Like his hair was so like every single hair on his Do you head. Have a bromance, they yes, had, like a lot of crush. Every single hair on his head knew the plan in the Lord. <laughs> They like, were counted themselves. Yeah, they knew God's plan. It's also called hairspray. Yeah, so he's just so he's and he's well. and he's like Tom Cruise height. So like it's it, like humans just look better when they're that height. Yeah. I don't know. What are you trying to say about the five uh, eleven he's, women? Who yeah, like, so he's just well, no, he's just intimidating. Men, that was just inti- okay, that was just yeah. intimidating. So all those all those wounds and all this stuff. So anyway, so I'm I was like t- I was turned around and then I heard uh, another point. Uh, yeah, I was like turning to something and I heard, hey, Edmund. And so I turn and it's him. <gasps> and so all of these moments of like, oh, shoot, I've, we've made eye contact multiple times and I've just ignored him. No, I just – I did this like, 
hey, you know, like one of those <laughs> oh, things. You're, the, you're the you're the, you're the guy. Yeah, the, 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 and he was the like, man. hey, Cal Bildo. He's like really, he's, yeah, he's like really glad I saw you here. And my way of dealing with all that awkwardness was uh, like. I saw you multiple times. Like this is like kind of what you I many many times. I was like, I've been stalking you, but I didn't know what to you say. Many times. And so, I'm so I just, glad. I just said, I'm sorry, man. I saw you, but you know, like I'm a fan, and I didn't want to, you know. And he's like, no, I'm really. What and he was amazing. He was person? charming. He was a charming guy. Dude, he wow. he's awesome. I I was at. Uh, so how do you where, know him? Well, uh, I played at the Encounter Conference with him this past year, but he, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just such a nice guy. When I, I so. Andrew Alob, everybody here knows Alob. Cool shirt. Was wearing this shirt at the Encounter Conference. I didn't know it was Francis, and I was, man, that's a cool shirt. It's very cool. And he just mailed me one, like Francis or A-Lob? Francis. He oh. just mailed Francis. me one. Francis, well, I don't nice like guy. him that much more. Now. And then yeah. I was speaking in I would not Los Angeles. Yeah, I wouldn't have mailed you a shirt either. I don't like you that much. Like paying me, and also they're expensive. I love you. Good luck getting to the hotel. And that's like one of those real soft ones. <laughs> too. Oh, dude, you want to feel it? Sure. Is this a moment? Okay. I don't know how I feel. Oh, it's, nice. oh, it's heathered. Like it's heathered, right too. Noises coming. Nice. Wait. Why are you? Wow. Yeah. Are you? Uh, What's nice. the... What uh, What brand is the shirt? Wait, come here. What okay. brand is... Get, you just get in oh, there. I'm sorry. Wait, oh, I'm okay. to tell no, 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 come here. So, like, come July here, 4th. No, no, no. Right? Just really lean not. over the... Okay, July 4th. I was speaking in California. There's nothing. There's no tag or anything. That's how fancy of a shirt it is. There's no tag? Okay, are you, do you, what do it's I do? It's probably not the best what for I camera do? angles. What, oh my is, gosh, if this you is this is down, I'm not doing CPR. <laughs> so, uh, as I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. And it was the earthquake. Do you remember the earthquake? The earthquake? Yeah. The, the earthquake? The one? There were two earthquakes in California this summer. In Ooh, Southern California, I was there for it. both of them. Put your mic on the table. No, I like put that. Your mic. You're he's out. Like, you're like out of frame. Now. That's fine. I don't. I, you never put me in these, anyways. <laughs> you're out of frame. Let me Lean finish. This, let me finish the story. And it's a boring Francis story, was like, dude. Come to my house. <gasps> and I was like, because of the earthquake? No, because it was July Fourth, and I was there alone. It was a boring <laughs> that story. Hey, hey. Mine was no. way better. Okay, uh, Mary. How many more questions do we have? Well, we have a lot, but you had one more that you wanted to answer. Let's do that one. Do you want to do that? No, I don't know. What also, it's been a solid one. hour and a half, so. Yeah. They oh. want more? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they want more. They want it. Okay, we can That's go to kind of news. Of do we want to go to the oh, news? news? We can oh, do news. news. Okay. Yeah, the news. Uh, this? this is Allie. How, what, do, what do we call oh, it? Oh, we are doing Hot it? Man. We haven't yeah. done this in a... Nope. What do we call it? it? Wait, can we talk about um, Kanye West? I bet that's in the news. Wait, this is a, is this the? Wait, is this the news? Wait, stop banging the table. Wait, this what? Is new. Sorry, that was me. Tell us what to do. Where's it playing from? Are you making this up? Uh, Kanye West. One two one two. He uh, loves uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> was that our new? That wasn't our news. No, one, that, was I don't it? know. But that we're going to be famous. That, that was, was that was good. What was our news one? What's our news one normally called? What's your news one? They actually talk about topics. Yeah. yeah. On the news. Mm. Can we please talk about Kanye West? Okay, sure. Actually, is a Because everybody's talking about him right now, and I want to throw my two cents. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk about Kanye. Okay, Kanye released a new album called Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Yep. do you want, what's what's how do we feel about how, have you guys listened to it? Yes, yes. so many times. <laughs> the whole album? Yeah, it's less than thirty minutes. Oh, it's gonna, real quick. It's like I'm eleven. To it's it eleven. Tonight. It's real songs, quick, and yeah. it's less than thirty minutes. the The last one, um, Jesus is Lord, it's literally forty nine seconds long. That's awesome. And it's just him yeah. saying, "Every knee will bow, every tongue confess, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord." Yeah. He says that like repeats that like three times. So, what do you it's think so about good. it? Uh, what do you think about it, Mary? 
So um, I didn't know. So my friend told me about it, and they're like, I don't know if he's legit. I don't know. Like Kanye, he's always making up something before he releases an album. Yeah. But I watched the James uh, – what's his last name? Corden. Corden oh. um, interview where he was on the plane and all the like gospel peeps were there going up. And I'm telling you, I saw the Holy Spirit in that man. And yeah. I, I don't care. Like I'm not one – everyone's judging him and thinking if he's legit or not. It's not my place to judge. All I'm saying is yeah. he's, saying, he's saying Jesus is Lord and I'm saying and celebrating hallelujah for that. So Amen. I've been super stoked about the whole idea. I just heard about this kid. Ooh, are we playing it? Yeah. This is the opening. Come we have on. to talk over it because – Okay. No, this is so so good. Come on now, Kanye. Mm. So I could, I could hear – I could hear Allie singing this. Oh my over. You can sing it, Allie. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to go. Uh, hi. Do we want that? Oh my gosh. Sure, yeah. Sure, just bring it right if here. We had Kanye West oh and my gosh. snacks. Oh, it's wow. a good day. It's wow. manifold heaven. Yes, so that's a good one. The other one is uh, that I really like is, uh, which one is it? My favorite. No, Ooh, uh, it's like a little gospel. Oh, I just no, love this. Uh, which one is it? The one with the car door noise, that one's awesome. No, no. No, no, it's just so good. This one, this, this one. This is my favorite one. Yeah, this is my favorite one too. It just gets real intense. Wait for it. Can we keep... I don't know if... This also has a we'll probably get taken off of YouTube, but that's fine. It's like a car door opening. We got to talk over it. We're commenting on this. I love it. Copyright code. Copyright. Is this we're going to get fired? Um, it has a solo by Kenji. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, this one does. Yeah. Kardashian loves Kenji. Yeah. That's out. This is as much as we can play. Okay, that's awesome. Um, okay, no, so I, I, like, I don't know. I can't read souls. And it's not my job, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating. I heard it. Uh, were you telling me this today that some kid went to mass for the first time? Who was yeah. that? Who was sharing that? There, uh, oh, Kevin. Seen, that was Kevin, I've right? I've seen stuff like that. So, so that wasn't that Kevin? Kevin, who, what was his last name? Oh, you just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen multiple things. Wait, wait, on wait, wait, wait. Uh, the focus guy? No, Kevin, uh, fruitcake buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. What? Is this where it gets really – it's like midnight right now, so we're no, all getting slapped out. No, it is not. It's 9.50. No, I, <laughs> it feels like midnight. I have no clue. I don't know. But his no, name so, wasn't Kevin. Uh, someone posted I've made that, that up. in Catholic Creators maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Fruitcake Buttercup. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Yeah, somebody somebody posted uh, like the prayer intention slip of Mass said mm-hmm. like for Thanksgiving because my son went to Mass for the first time in multiple years because Kanye, Kanye's, Kanye's record album. spoke wow. to him. Freaking so. A, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, and no I think what. God is doing some yeah. crazy things right now, and I think we're going to see more of it. I, we were, I pray for a lot of celebrities. I'm telling you, there's Lady Gaga. You watch out. God's going to zap her. Well, there's that saying, God can write with straight rappers. God can write with straight rappers. God can write with straight rappers. Wait. What? God can write straight with crooked rappers. God can write. What is the saying? I don't. God can write straight with crooked lines. Rhymes? Rhymes. Rhymes. God writes straight with crooked rhymes. Dogs. Crooked. T-shirt. T-shirt. That's so good. God writes straight. Kanye, we're going to give you that for free. Oh my god! Actually, but if if you do make money, if you could Patreon.com slash no, it's yeah. gonna no, <laughs> it's gonna no, it's gonna be at threadless.com slash the show. We're gonna have T-shirts that say "God writes straight with crooked," and it's gonna be Kanye. Crooked. It's gonna be Kanye like this. God writes straight with crooked, with crooked rhymes. Lines. 
No rhymes. Oh, yay. All right. Did you just get the joke? Crooked, crooked lines. Rhyme. Crooked get... lines. No, but here's the Fines. deal. Can we say this about Kanye? He's not even just preaching it. He's like saying that he's asking Kim to, to dress more modestly. Yeah. He's like, and he's Jane, like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like legit. He's saying pro life stuff. He's he's uh, he's my hero. On the on the album, <laughs> he's a fan of Trump. He's my hero. <laughs> on the, uh, <clears throat> on there the... you go. Let's talk politics because yeah. that's always fun. So Kanye now is technically an openly Christian man. It was just an openly yeah. Christian man. Yeah. No, there was an interview where he was talking feeling. about um, when he was creating this album and there was a bunch of other people working on it. He's He had like rules of like, if you're a part of this album, you won't do this. You won't do this. Like, you're not going to be a part of this. And one of them was you won't engage in premarital sex. You won't um, be drinking excessively, like all of this stuff because he wanted it to be Dang. super intentional making wow. this. Mm-hmm. There's did a you song all sign too. the waiver before we did this podcast? For what? Did not be to doing not, those things. Yeah, I signed it. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Thank God. Edmund, did you sign right? it? What? That's a really good cake. Um, there's one on here, though, that's called, I think, Hands On, yeah. where it talks about... Oh, it's the one right about Talks it. about all the Christians that Talk are just about like... Christians. Well, he went to Christian artists, gospel, because he's, like, making this, Change and he wanted... Really I can't help it. Sorry, what? He was. He wanted help in making this, this album... And so he was asking for advice and stuff, and basically from just, Christians, from, yeah, yeah. And they also, yeah from what they Christian. do? Well, they, they would they just say up. you're con- like saying you're lame, basically. Like, like, con- yeah, they're like, like you can't do this. Like, what do you, you know about Christianity? You know what? Yeah. He is like a soul to yeah. a pole. Yeah. Well, and that's what the song is about. Hands on. It's it's really interesting because there's one line where it says they made me feel like nobody loved me, mm. kind of thing, and it was just like if you listen, Whoa. if you listen to the conversation, the, the conversation. <laughs> I think this is your nose. the turtles. If you listen to the conversation. We had on uh, with Kyle. He talks about his last album, Life of Pablo. Um, Kyle's theory is that some of it is like these three Pablos, and one of them being Saint Paul, and that there's like some some in there about the conversion, kind of like in some of the lyrics. Oh wow, interesting. You know, some of the songs are kind of. We think Kanye. Well, it's really it's really interesting to listen to this whole album, and then if it just plays his old stuff, yeah, he plays his old stuff. It's like. Okay, yeah, let's go back. you're like, whoa, <laughs> hey, all right. I played, I played, but the Jesus very Walks last is one. great. Yeah. Jesus Walks, well, yeah. But I played the last one for my mom, and I was like, Mom, guess who this is? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, Oh, praise God, is he a Christian? Jesus is Lord. Yeah, yeah. Jesus one, two, one, two. Is he is our Lord. Turn my headphones up. We're here. Hey, hey. Yeah, 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 are we back to that? He's never gonna let that die. You know you, Edmund. It's I guarantee. I bet you a hundred dollars. Next time we record an episode, 100, 100 he's not gonna he's do gonna, it, or he's gonna, he's or not he's gonna, gonna do it. He's gonna, he's gonna, gonna, gonna do, do the, it. <laughs> listen, the next episode we do, if you, why? What? That's how now I you're pray. Saying that you looked constipated when you started praying. <laughs> maybe I have, I've, I've prayed with you. Maybe that's I'm constipated in the Lord. <laughs> I watch you when you pray. Listen, uh, did you just burp in the microphone? Yeah, to make you feel comfortable. If uh, this is what I want to say is that next time I'm not going to pray if you two are here. Oh, and how does that make you feel? Always here? Well, sometimes. Well, yeah, they never (sighs) let Nick on. 
No, oh, Nick, okay. if Nick was yeah, here, right. he would be on. Um, I feel like I should come in more regularly. You should. That's why you Any, should move to Dallas. Guys, no. I'm trying Mary, to get married. I'm trying to find my husband. To. Okay. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot. Right. You know, there's 50% of, of people in Texas aren't married. That's awesome. Didn't you learn that from I, her? That was 50% couple, of all people. Of all everywhere. Is no, we're, oh, you weren't here. She said that earlier. That means she like elderly as well. Yeah, I heard her say it. So here's my point, Lord Jesus. Yep. If my husband, Theorem. Deliver me a husband. Deliver me. Yep. Hey, also, if you're a uh, ministry professional here, hey, how do hire I get, Mary. Yes. Hire Mary, please. Well, I don't know. Why how coach? do I get into your intro, intro video? Uh, when we do the new one, like, we'll like, do, do an I updated one. Do I need to do something funny? No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm out. This was, this was, we made this a long time ago, so we'll, we'll make a it. new one. No, we'll make a new one and we'll put you in it. We'll okay. put a bunch of, a we'll bunch of people We'll do one of you winking. Um, oh, yeah. Mary, Slow-mo. where can people find you online? www.marybielski.com. M A R B I E L S K I. Wow. Okay. Um, is there are there any other things you want to tell? Me? I mean, this doesn't mean we're ending. Find it's me just... on Instagram. Find me on the social okay. media. Find I got to actually. Um, Allie and Johnny today were teaching me how to do it better, so I'm learning. I'm old. She has someone too who's impersonating her on Instagram. So it's follow. The don't follow, don't follow them. They're criminals. Yeah. Wow. For real. Uh, anything else though you want to let people know before? Uh, I just want to say, no, I don't have anything else except for, I was going like, to go all deep. There is yeah, hope. Yeah, so you can say it. No, I was just going to say wherever you're at, if you, uh, there's hope. God's doing mm. great things and um, he wants to to know you and go deeper in your heart. Mm. Find Jesus. Amen. What? Thanks for what, being here, Mary. What, Good job. What? what?